welcome to Building Innovative Leaders podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're interested in developing your business and leadership while gaining a long-term competitive advantage in life and business, then welcome. You're in the right place. We're here to answer this question. How are entrepreneurs and high-performing leaders just like us who aren't looking for the easy way out or the tactic of the day and are willing to put in the work, who are using our own resources and capital, how do we build businesses and lead teams in a way that lets us strategically leverage innovation and scalable business foundations to remain agile, to get our innovative solutions out to the world, and yet still remain profitable and make an impact? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Welcome, innovative entrepreneurs and leaders. Today, we're talking about some controversial things. We are getting down to it. And this week's topic is do not protect your business. Blow it up. And I am dead serious when I say that. This is something, These are. this is like me having a heart to heart with you. These are the years and the lessons that I've learned through over 15 years of running multiple businesses and helping other entrepreneurs run theirs. These are the hard talks that my mentors had with me and that I have with on- other entrepreneurs and their teams so that way they can push past feeling like they're that hamster on the wheel where they're just continuing to move in place or they're stuck or they lost momentum or they don't know what to do and they feel like they've tried anything. This is that talk. This is that talk. That This is me just talking directly from you, um, from my heart to you. So that way, you know, these are the conversations that I have on those meetings. These are the conversations that other entrepreneurs and other mentors so thankfully had with me. And these are the moments that really transform my business. So have you ever felt like you've done everything and you're still not seeing the results, or you feel like you're putting so much out and you're putting so much into your business as the entrepreneur or as a leader on an executive leadership team or within a team, and you feel like, am I really moving the needle? (laughs) Am I really getting anywhere? Where's the return for everything that I'm putting in it? We've all been there. If we're really honest with ourselves, we've all been there. This is just part of being an innovative leader. It's a part of standing up and saying that I want more. It's a part of saying that I'm not going to give you more of the same. It's I'm going to give you new value. I'm going to expand your horizons. I'm going to make sure that you really are serviced at the highest level, right? It's we're pushing that envelope. So sometimes when we're doing stuff, we don't know how to deal with the fact that it makes us feel stuck because it's not a good feeling, right? So this is what I found. This was about hmm, eight years ago. I was sitting with my mentor and I was like, I am doing as much as I can. We're growing the teams. We have clients coming in, but I just can't move past it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm stuck. And after listening to me for about 20 minutes, asking me some more questions, he's like, I know what you're going to do. You're just going to blow your whole business up. That's what we're doing today. (laughs) I looked at him. I literally laughed. I was like, you've got to be joking. Like, come on, seriously, what are we going to do? And he was like, no, that's what we're doing. We're blowing your business up. He's like, Kate, you have to reframe this. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to tell you the things that I wish people told me sooner. So that way you don't stay stuck where you're at. So obviously then I kind of like sat up and I was like, oh, he's really not joking. We're about to blow my business up. (laughs) Okay. So there was a few key things that he told me, but there's one underlying success principle that it all tied back to. And that success principle was when you're too close, when you're in it and everything is going well, but you want to do better. You've already done all the systemizing all the process. You've already done all the things that you should be doing. You're growing your team. He's like, you're doing everything right. But the one thing that you haven't done yet is step back and figure out how to flip it on its head. And I just was like, that's not, that's not what we're doing. (laughs) I was real resistant to this thought. And he goes, no, that's exactly what we're doing. And here's why. 
The reason that you need to blow your business up is because you're too close to it. You're not seeing what actually has to happen because what you're doing is you're saying that you're continuously attacking the problem or the solution from the same angle. And that's what's keeping you stuck. But if you do not blow it up, if you do not understand how to take your business to the next level, it's not going to require the same CEO that you are now. And it's not going to require the same leadership that you are now. You can't go to the next level if you don't do this. If you don't reset the core areas of your business that need to be reset, you need to demolish almost what got you here. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I've done so much to get here. This guy is insane. And then I remind <laughs> reminded myself that he's like a very successful person in multiple industries. And I'm just sitting there kind of like freaking out in my head. And I'm like, I can't, Naya, this is like just too much. And he's like, look, I can see the fear in your eyes. I can see it. They're literally darting. You're trying to figure it out. He's like, you're probably trying to figure out how to escape the situation right now. And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, actually, you're right. And he's like, okay, so let's first go over a few things. He goes, fear is a normal reaction to what I'm saying. He's like, but we need to get you past that fear because the same reason why you have that fear is the same reason why you're stuck, right? We need to flip and have you understand some really new principles to take you to the next level. So I guess you can say he gave me this framework. And ever since he's given me this framework, this is what I've learned to do for myself and for others so well, because it's really those transformational shifts. It's when you're at the seven and you need to pull to multiple seven figures and you want to push to eight. These were the things that got us there. These were the things that focused us in that really gave us the leverage that we needed to help ourselves and our clients. So the first one here, he goes, your leadership needs a revamp. He goes, you're a great leader, but here's the thing. You're now not leading yourself and a team. You're now leading your businesses, plural. You're now leading each of those executive teams and the teams underneath them. He goes, that's a whole new level of leadership. So the first thing that you need to do is blow up your leadership. That's it. And he just like looked at me. He's like, okay, I've got your attention. I said, yep, you got my attention. All right. So what else do I have to do? You told me that there's five things. He goes, the next thing that you have to do is that you need to understand how to drive change from leadership, not only in yourself, but have your team drive leadership with you. And the changes and going from transformation, going from focusing on micromanaging or, um, and then I like kind of stopped. I was like, micromanaging is not what we do because that is absolutely destructive. He's like, all right, fine. So, so micromanaging, <laughs> he grew up in that era. He goes, you need to figure out a way from making it almost transactional where it's like you give them something to do and you check it. He goes into where it's transformational, where you're just kind of like going along and you're mentoring them, but they're really responsible for driving the results, checking the work, and they need to take that new level of ownership on. He's like, so you need a different level of leadership skills within your organization, not just you as a CEO. Now, the third one here is really important. This is not an easy thing that he told me to do. It has taken us some time to get it right. We've gotten it wrong before. And it's what most companies are trying to achieve. So he said, the thing that you need to do is you need to have an inspiration identity. Figure out what your story is. Figure out why you need to stand out in the industry. Figure out what drives you as an individual and what drives you as a business. And then stand forward with making that a purpose. Stand forward with bringing inspiration to those around you. And he goes, and here's the reason why it needs to be inspirational, because it also needs to be aspirational. He goes, you don't now, if you know me, which you guys have really gotten to know me pretty well so far on the podcast, I don't focus on staying in problems. I identify them. I see them. I figure out the causes, the root causes, and then I need solutions. I need to like make that snap, right? And move forward because I'm not somebody who's going to sit in it. 
right? I'm going to fix it. We're going to move forward. We're going to keep moving. We're going to keep building. So he said, if you do the transformation, if you do the inspiration and the aspiration, you will attract other people who literally think just like you. And when you make that not only your core identity, where you're literally just only talking from that mouthpiece, but you also make it your company's mouthpiece, he goes, that's when you will never have to look back. And it's worked. (laughs) It's really made the difference. The clients that we work with now are next level. They're so driven. They're so focused on creating solutions, managing and focusing on how do they be implemented in their business? How can their leadership team be empowered to do them in their business? And how can we get lasting results with long-term competitive advantage? They're so focused. They are amazing people to work with. It's always a pleasure. Every day I wake up, it's always a pleasure. And that's been a big shift for me. The fourth one here is you have to become the tipping point catalyst. Now, (laughs) that I looked at him as like, that's a wordy statement, but what does it mean? (laughs) And he graciously explained it to me. As you can tell, it's a little sass every now and again for me. But he said, you need to understand how you have the early adopters and the early majority, how to speak to them collectively. Because when you can move them collectively, anytime that you release something new, whether it's a product or a service from one of your businesses, then you can move them forward together. You need to get that tipping point because once you get the innovators, the early adopters, the early majority, and you push them together into a movement, he's like, which by the way, you started doing in step number three, when we did an inspirational identity, an aspirational identity. He goes, that's when you started that movement. So now you need to start talking to the different points that each of those groups have and make that part of your consistent message. He goes, become a tipping point catalyst. That is your role. And he goes, and your last job is redefining risk. And I thought to myself, I know a lot of people who try to do that, (laughs) right? We were working in financial sectors. We were working in insurance sectors. um, And we had clients within each of those. And I was thinking to myself, I know a lot of people who's like, that is their primary job. And I don't think I have time to make that my primary job there. And he goes, but you do. Because as the entrepreneur, part of blowing your business up is redefining risk in three ways. Okay, three steps. I can do that. First, redefining risk for your organization. What does it look like? How can they accomplish it? How can they mitigate risk? How can they explain risk internally? How can it be part of the new culture that you're doing the inspirational identity for? He said, you have to move this forward. The second part, how do you identify it as part of your new inspirational and aspirational identity? How are you de-risking things so people feel secure in investing with you? Whether it be a product or a service, it doesn't matter. They're still investing their money. They're choosing to spend it with you. So how are you de-risking your messaging? So that way they understand that you handle these things and therefore they can trust you. And the third area is redefining risk specifically for the customer, client, or consumer. So when they take it on and when they use your product or service, they have de-risked themselves. So internally, in your messaging that you're going out externally with, you're explaining the de-risk situation. And then also the third area of this is The other side of that de-risk coin with your messaging externally also is when they apply it, adapt it, use it, implement it, how is it helping them de-risk, right? Everyone wants some sense of security, even those who seek out and strive for adventure and are the innovators or the early adopters. There's something that talks to them about de-risking what they're currently dealing with. You're still solving problems with valuable new solutions. And to do that, you have to de-risk. 
So now, as you can imagine, I'm sitting there like, hmm, <laughs> okay, that's great. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. And I really understand your five points and why I would be doing them. But how is it going to affect me? What am I doing as the entrepreneur? He goes, well, first of all, you need to understand that your leadership skills need to go to the next level. You really need to take yourself from a CEO to the new level of CEO. He's like, you've already accomplished helping and implementing and working with the seven, the eight and nine figure businesses. You already have multiple successful businesses of your own. He's like, but you really have to take it to the next level. So it's really you removing yourself even more from that day to day and then really empowering your team to do the work. I was like, okay, that's good. I can do that as a me. And I said, well, again, uh, let's talk about how it affects my team. And he goes, okay, how it affects your team. This is really important that you're able to affect the moment and the movement with your team. He goes, the moment with your team is when you redefine the risk. And the moment is when they take that on as their new mission. So they're going to be carrying on the mission and the movement for you. That's really important for your team to do when you're blowing the business up, when you're redefining boundaries when you're resetting what it actually means to show up. And as your organization, what you need to do is the third step I always ask them. I always ask them about me, my team, my organization, which is why I always talk to you about you, your team, and your organization. And with your organization, what's really important is that you understand how to build a movement, how to be inspirational and aspirational, and how to help take people on a full journey with you so you can take them from where they feel at risk help them push through the tipping point like he explained to me and now I'm explaining to you and bring them on that full customer journey. Those are the three areas that you need to immediately focus on to doing next. So to sum it up, what is the one big thing to do to blow your business up? What is the secret and why do you need to do it? You need to blow your business up when you've hit the seven, the eight, and the nine figure. Anytime you hit those milestones and you realize you need something to move yourself past them, right? To start the initiation, to continue to build that momentum, to push yourself forward in your business, to get increased reach, to go over, right? That tipping point where it goes to mass market, to take yourself there. The one big secret that my mentor was essentially telling me was to create a movement based on who I'm serving and their journey. That was the one big secret, if I can sum it up to you, that my mentor was explaining to me. And honestly, to this day, if you look at the large, big companies who are having massive success, massive visibility, it is because they did just that. They upped the ante at every new roadblock, every new level that they took their business to. Sometimes you hear that like the new level, new devil thought, right? And you can see that every time they up the ante, they come out with the new campaigns, they're building people's beliefs, they're allowing people to identify with them, they're building a movement, making a movement with it. And at the time, I think it took me a few years to really get my head around what that looks like and why it looks like that. And internally with our clients, we've been doing that. We've been like, okay, you're an innovative entrepreneur, you're an innovative leader, you stand out, right? You focus on solutions, you make things happen. And now even internally, I can be really just bare it all with you guys is that this has to start to become more of a forward movement for us, right? For me as the CEO, 
what I need to do is I need to break almost like that wall between me and the public and start what I'm doing internally in my organization, internally with my clients and our consumers and, and some some people who are buying products as customers from us is what we're teaching them inside is to bring that out. It's to do that one big thing he was telling me to essentially do with my business, which was to blow it up, to create a movement, to to understand that what you have to give to the world is extremely valuable. We're not problem and where we sit in the problems, we're focusing on new value, new solutions, and innovative ways to bring it to people to create value for them. And that requires a movement, an understanding of the journey, a really deep understanding of what they need to move from point A, B, C, D, and all the way straight through, right? It's understanding that as a leader, it requires you to think differently. It's a new level of a visionary innovative entrepreneur. It is a new level of innovative leadership. You're taking what you have and you're making sure that everybody in your organization knows how to talk about it outwardly. They know how to build on the purpose-driven why. They understand how to identify with people, right? And they really know how to talk to a tipping point that goes past just early adopters, past just innovators. It goes to mass market. Because when we start hitting mass market, there are some people that I've worked with and they're like, I don't want to do mass market. I want to, I just want to do this. And it's like, there's mass markets inside of your niche. And those mass markets need to hear what you have to say. They need to see the solutions that you bring. They need to understand that what is out there is just guru shiny ball syndrome stuff. It's not actual like real viable solutions for like the real world, right? So it's understanding that to blow your business up, you have to be that visionary, that innovative entrepreneur, resetting the standards, creating a movement, understanding how to first move you yourself as the entrepreneur, like I said, my mentor was talking to me about, then talk about moving my team forward, then move our organization forward. And as I'm teaching my team and my organization how to do this and how to think and how to move and how to essentially grow the movement with me. It's them understanding then how to translate that externally too, because that's really necessary, right? We need to, we need people to understand what that looks like and how it actually pertains to them and how we can bring them into our fold and de-risk whatever they are dealing with. That can be a product or service. It doesn't matter what you're selling, but understanding that is creating a real, real movement, a movement of value, of new value that is not out there. So the big secret at the end of this is really to understand your new, your new role, what that looks like, and defining the future for you, your organization, and your team so they can go outward and do that externally. So this week, what I'm going to do is all of the key things that my mentor had those five key areas where we're talking about uh, great leaders inspire action and the top leadership skills you need and the inspiration identities and how to be a tipping point catalyst and how to redefine risk. All those is what I'm going to do is I'm going to break them down all throughout the week. And those are going to be our daily uh, innovation briefings, our DIB episodes, because what I ended up doing is as I started to realize that I needed more definition around what those look like, I'm going to take the conversations that my mentor and I had, and we're going to go into what those meant and some of the frameworks or some of the other resources that he pointed me to, like other leaders who were out there being visible on these topics and how that is what I need to actually implement in my business to move forward. So um, I'm going to just basically share what took me over a year to accumulate, a year to understand, categorize, synthesize, and then implement it in my business. And I'm going to get 
give it to you in a week in a really straightforward, like, here's what I was told. Here's the resources that you're going to need. And here's how to move that forward. Um, So this is going to be a transformational week. This is for anybody, seven, eight or nine figures. This works to push past those times where you're like, we're doing really good, but we could be doing better. Or I want to see more of this. We're doing really great here, but I want to expand into this, right? These are the things that you need to understand as a leader, as a team, and as an organization to actually get you those results and actually make them long lasting. They're not like fly by fly by night, right? Like trendy results. They're actually going to get you a return for your business, be able to grow and scale your business because those are two separate functions. Following this system is what's allowed me to do so as a leader. So bearing it all, giving you all the deep secrets, all the amount of hours that I spent going back and forth with that amazing mentor. Um, really forever grateful for everything that they poured into me as a, as a young entrepreneur. And I want to make sure that I share it with you guys because it was really transformational for us, the different companies that we have and for everybody that we work with. So thanks so much for joining me this week. Make sure you check out those DIB episodes. You are not going to want to miss any of them. They're straight to the point. They'll get you going and they'll get you an action plan every single day. Thanks so much. Get out there and innovate. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, if you'd like to join us in our free Facebook group, come on over to the tribe of innovative entrepreneurs and join us for our weekly trainings. Have a great day.